Do you believe? on podcast with Kate Constable. I missed you guys last week. I was on the couch, on my back, sick all week. Probably the only person that you know that gets over COVID one week and the next week immediately gets a nasty cold and is sidelined. But we're feeling better or at least starting to and glad to be back. Someone else who is feeling better is probably the Las Vegas Aces, their entire team, because they won the 2022 WNBA Championship last night. They beat the Connecticut Sun 78-71 on the Sun's home floor to capture the first championship for any of the Las Vegas major sports teams. So Golden Knights, hockey, NHL, eh, not there yet. Las Vegas Raiders, definitely not there. After they blew that game yesterday to the Cardinals, they have a long way to go. But the Las Vegas Aces, the WNBA team, is the first team in Las Vegas to win a major sports championship. So hats off to them. It was a great game. Five Aces players scored in double figures. Asia Wilson, of course, is among those. She had 11 points. Chelsea Gray had 20. Kelsey Plum had 15. Jackie Young, 13. And Raquana Williams, off the bench, played 22 minutes, put up 17 points, uh, a few massive shots down the stretch. And we're going to kind of go over how that game went right now. I mean, Las Vegas got off to an early lead, seemed to command most of that game. But as we've learned about the Phoenix Suns, not only throughout this series, but throughout the entire postseason, is you can never count them out. Think back to that uh, game five against the Chicago Sky in the semifinals. They're down double digits in the fourth quarter, and they go on, what, a 20-0 and run, something like that, to close out the game and to win in advance. Uh, th- then you saw them in game three of this series against the Aces. They put up over 100 points, so they'll surprise you. Well, honestly, it really shouldn't be much of a surprise. The Sun are a tough team, which is why they're in the finals. Um, but they came back in this game, made it a game down the stretch, About three minutes left, the Sun took a 69-67 lead, but then it was all the aces. Raquana Williams hit a few huge shots, a step back three with about 53 seconds left, put the aces up 75-71. Kelsey Plum then hit a pull-up with about 25 seconds left, and free throws by Jackie Young gave the aces the 78-71 victory. So celebrations um, came after as they should. Champagne was everywhere. Uh, bumping music in the locker room. I think Asia Wilson, Chelsea Gray bought the brought the boombox up to the podium for their postgame press conferences after. Asia Wilson's telling the media that during their parade on the strip in the coming days, championship parade, she wants all fans to show up four shots deep. I mean, that's my kind of girl right there. She's ready to party. And what better place to do that than Las Vegas? Let's be real. But if we look at how they did this, how Las Vegas won this championship. Honestly, it shouldn't have come as too much of a surprise because they were the favorites, odds-on favorite, going into the season and for much of the year. It was uh, the aces in the sky that were kind of toggling back and forth in the odds as to who was the favorite to win the championship. But all eyes were on the aces for the majority of the season. They finished this year with the best regular season record. This is now twice in the past three years that they finished with the league's best record and the only year that they didn't of those three years, they finished second. So they've been a very good team for a long time. 
Last season, they made it to the semifinals, lost in a decisive game five to the Phoenix Mercury, and that loss was on their home floor. So they had to watch the Mercury celebrate on their home floor as Phoenix was getting ready to go play in the finals. So a little bit of a sour taste in their mouth or momentum coming into this season, knowing that they didn't want that to happen again. They're on the other end of it this year, celebrating on the Suns' home floor. They also have the coach of the year in Becky Hammett. And she's a first-year head coach. How many times has a first-year head coach come into a brand-new league and win a title in her debut? I'll give you the answer to that. It's never. She's the first person in WNBA history to win a title in her debut season as a head coach. And a lot of people questioned whether she was ready to be a head coach. And honestly, if they had lost this game or lost these series, I think we would be hearing that question a whole lot more. Is Becky really ready to be a head coach? Should the Aces really have paid her a million dollars to be the head coach? The answer to that, yes, they should. Whether or not she won, she did great things for this organization all season long. The other question is, you know, she just has great players on her team. Is it really Becky Hammond's coaching that brought them this far? Well, yeah, she has great players, but it's a pretty concentrated league. You only have 12 teams. There are a lot of great players on rosters. I mean, take a look at the Chicago Sky. Probably the most depth of anyone in the league. Seattle Storm, you had Sue Bird. You had uh, uh, Brianna Stewart. You had Jewel Lloyd. Yeah, you had a lot of great players. They didn't make it that far. I mean, it's the semifinals, but they're not winning a championship. They're not hoisting a banner. So having the coach of the year, that, you know, that took them a long way. Becky Hammond definitely was a great hire. And I think the, uh, the Las Vegas organization is probably pretty happy that they hired her. The Aces also had the MVP, Asia Wilson. 20 points averaged in this playoffs, in this uh, finals series, that is. Nine rebounds, two and a half blocks. She's uh, doing so much on both ends of the floor that she's also won the Defensive Player of the Year award. It's not too often that you have an MVP and Defensive Player of the Year all in one single player. Well, that's what the Las Vegas Aces had. And she was just a massive difference maker on both ends of the floor. She didn't put up the numbers that she typically has in this game for 11 points. It's, that's fine. Four of 13 shooting. That's not great. But she had 14 rebounds. She had a few huge blocks down the stretch. She's just such a defensive presence. Her ability to rotate on the defensive end to get back and, and get steals as a team's in transition. They think they have an open layup. Absolutely not. Asia Wilson comes in with these long arms and is able to just disrupt these passes. And that's what makes her so great is the moment she does something on the offensive end, she hits a shot, she turns around. If a team's on a fast break, she's on the defensive end ready to um, ready to defend and make that difficult. And she made it extremely difficult for John Quill Jones throughout this entire series. I thought Jones played okay, but not quite up to the standard that it takes to win a title, which is why the Sun aren't champions. John Quill Jones was last year's. MVP. So out of an MVP caliber player, I expect a little bit more than 13 points in a must-win closeout game to win the WNBA championship, right? And then if you look down the roster, you have Jackie Young, who's your most improved player. Jackie Young turned herself into a three-point shooting threat this season. She was knocking down threes left and right, something that she hasn't done a whole lot early in her career, but this year she was a massive threat from the three-point line. Now, was she a threat in, in game four yesterday? Not so much. Oh, of six from three. Honestly, the Aces as a team really didn't shoot that well. 45% from the field, 38% uh, from three. The Sun, they shot better than them, 40% in both categories. 
But Jackie Young, to have someone on your team who is consistently improving and to the point of winning an award for how much she's improving, uh, she played a major role on this roster this season. Kelsey Plum, well, she can score. She can hit threes as well. She was the leading scorer in the league for the first half, maybe even a little beyond the first half of the season. She, she knows how to put up points uh, early on in the series, and the series against the Seattle Storm. She struggled a little bit, but was able to refocus and really have an impact in games two, three, and four of the finals for her team. She was five of 12, three of seven from three in yesterday's game, finished with 15 points, and she's just kind of a spark plug out on the floor for Vegas. I feel like she's one of those energy players who a lot of times you think of an energy player they're not the ones scoring a whole lot or, or or doing that much other than you know bringing the energy maybe bringing the energy on the defensive end more so but she does that on the offensive end as well which is what makes her uh, such a valuable asset to this this uh, Las Vegas Aces team also had three steals yesterday so again the energy maybe on the defensive end a little bit she's just she's just always there always around and then you have Chelsea Gray Chelsea Gray went 9 of 13, 2 of 3 from 3 on Sunday. She finished with 20 points, and she was the MVP of the finals. 19 points averaged throughout those four games, just under 7 assists. I mean, Chelsea Gray went off during the postseason. I think her odds to win finals MVP, she was second behind Asia Wilson, which makes sense because, you know, it's Asia Wilson. She's the MVP of the league. Uh, so I, I believe Chelsea Gray's odds going into the final series against the Sun was plus 158, which, I mean, great if you could if you grabbed it then, but also you missed a huge window because it had to have been much, much higher uh, early on in the postseason. And it, it kind of felt like at some point, Chelsea Gray has to come back down to earth. She can't continue to put up the numbers that she that she has been. I mean, in the series against the Storm. Chelsea had 36 points in the closeout game there. She was hitting shots left and right down the stretch. 29 points, 19 points, 21 points uh, throughout that whole series. I mean, she has just been playing fantastic basketball and up to her potential, really. You talk about players trying to max out their potential in the best possible uh, timing and situation. Well, that is in the finals. So Chelsea Gray, huge impact on the Aces team this year. And uh, she was not named an all-star this season and that a lot of people said and thought and she did too she voiced it like a little bit of a snub Chelsea Gray's not on the all-star roster but uh, she said after the game you know they can keep the all-star jersey I've got the ring and that's probably the best revenge you could get or uh, best redemption whatever you want to call it you could get for you know after being snubbed for an all-star is to turn around and, and go off in the postseason win finals MVP and win a ring so what's next for the Las Vegas Aces well, this is a team that could be pretty dominant for some time to come. I mean, all Aces key players, they're under contract. And so this team is really just getting started. And I mentioned that they've had the best record or second best record in the league for each of the last three seasons, made it to the semifinals last year. So they've been building up to this point, building up to winning a championship. And I think that they sustain the success. I think it would be hard not to after the players that I just named. I mean, you also have Raquana Williams, who I, I didn't list in that um, in the list I just went through, but mentioned that she had 17 points off the bench. I mean, she can shoot the ball. Huge threes. She's not afraid of the moment. 53 seconds left, and she's firing um, step-back threes. 
and knocking him down. She's a big-time player and is only going to continue to get better. So this team is really just getting started. Also, I mean, first year under a new head coach. That's so hard just to get the chemistry and the continuity of the expectations of your new coach, of her coaching style, you know, how to just read how she reads her players and how her players read her. It seemed like it all kind of fit perfectly together in Las Vegas. Well, clearly, (laughs) they won the championship. But I can only see it getting better going forward. So I think we could be watching, I don't know, the beginning of a dynasty. Could they win back-to-back titles? It seems like it. The odds aren't for next year's WNBA championship. I checked this morning. They're not out yet. It's a little too early, um, at least for the WNBA. Usually, the NBA is like out immediately, if not even before. But WNBA odds for next year's uh, title winner are not out yet. But I think the Aces should be the favorite, right? Nearly the entire roster coming back, all their key players under contract. But then again, nobody has won back-to-back titles in like 20-plus years. I believe the Los Angeles Sparks were the last ones to do it back in 2000. So it's going to have their work cut out for them if they want to win a title. But for now, it's just a celebration in Las Vegas. I imagine the Strip will be pretty crazy whenever their parade is this week. And really, I can't think of a better place to have a championship parade than in Sin City. Unfortunately, when one team wins, that means another team has to lose. And this was the Connecticut Sun. This is the fourth consecutive season that the Sun had lost either in the finals or the semifinals. So they've just been getting so close, but have yet to get over that hump. And it's going to be hard to do because their team could look different next year. Not all their key players are under contract the same way that the Aces are. Thankfully, Alyssa Thomas is likely to return next year. She had back-to-back triple doubles. She finished yesterday's game with 11 points, 11 assists, and 10 rebounds. She's the first player to have a triple-double in the playoffs. Also, the first player to have back-to-back triple-doubles. I think that'll be a record that she holds for quite some time. But Brianna Jones, she's a free agent. And after the way she played this season, won sixth player of the year, coming off the bench. She's not a bench player. This was just the way their roster was constructed, the role that she was asked to play. And and she took it on with class and and brace and really bought into her role as the sixth player uh, for the Connecticut Sun. And and she attracted a ton of attention from around the league. Teams that need centers, they're going to be calling her and she's going to get get paid this offseason. Natisha Heideman, Courtney Williams, they also are two players that could sign elsewhere. John Quill Jones will likely be back. And one thing that I loved about John Quell, losing sucks. No one likes to lose. But she went out on the court after the game and congratulated Asia Wilson, gave her a hug, made sure she did that, and, and just congratulated her. A lot of class there. She then stayed kind of near the tunnel and waved to fans and just thanked them for their support throughout the season. And I think that was just such a class move from John Quell Jones, a, a player who, like I said, won MVP last season is a part of the future of this league. And for her to just respect the game and respect the fans and and thank them for all of their support this season, I thought that was a very classy move despite, you know, a heartbreaking loss when you're so close and have come so close in years past and still haven't quite been able to get past the hump. I mean, the Sun have had the most playoff wins since 2016 of anyone in the league. 
So it'll be interesting to see going forward what happens to Brianna Jones, what happens to Natisha Heideman, Courtney Williams, if they play elsewhere next season, where that is, and then who comes in to replace them for the Sun. They have a great roster right now. Are they able to make it better, even if you do lose Brianna Jones? Something tells me she's going to be a tough one to replace. But Kurt Miller is also a veteran coach who's been in this league for a long time and knows how to get the best out of his players. So a tough loss for the Connecticut Sun, but a glorious win for the Las Vegas Aces. I just looked it up. Their championship parade is set for Tuesday on the Strip. I'm sure it will be televised somewhere, so make sure to tune into that. That's all we have for you. Short and sweet episode today as I continue to start feeling a little bit better, get a little healthier. And NBA season's right around the corner. I mean, it's almost October. Preseason games start in October. So later this week, we're going to jump into some... NBA futures, look at division winners, maybe some team win totals, and start diving in to the NBA. Also plan to talk a little college football on Wednesday, give you some of my best bets there. But for now, I hope everyone has a great rest of your week. We will see you soon.